Hi, and welcome back to Mingus on Tech. I'm Ken Mingus, Executive Editor at Computer World. I'm here with Dan Rosenbaum, Mr. Mobile. We're going to be talking about Mobile World Congress this year and what to look out for. Stick around. Okay, and we're back. So, Dan, hey, thanks for stopping by and talking to me for a few minutes about uh, Mobile World Congress. I, I wanted to pick your brain before you head to Barcelona and uh, see if you have any ideas for what's going to be the big story coming out of the uh, the show this year. I think the big story is going to be 5G this year. I mean, 5G has been one of those things that's been building for about the last five years, maybe six years. But but this year is, is really going to be the one where that's it's not all they're going to be talking about. Of course. But uh, there's going to be a lot of bandwidth, uh, so to speak. <laughs> I was going to say, pun not intended, right? Well, okay, what the uh, hell. A little yeah, networking yeah. joke there. But, uh, I mean, 5G is really going to be the story of this show. Okay. And and what is it? I mean, obviously, there have been a lot of trials, you know, trial um pilot programs around 5G that have been in the works for a while. Uh, and is it just that basically the, the technology is now in place and the carriers are ready to start rolling it out? Or what is it about this year that sort of brings everything together? I don't know that I'd say the technology is in place, but the carriers are getting ready to roll it out. Okay. Um, this year, I think uh, the first uh, trial networks are being set up. Verizon is going to have a trial uh, in the United States, and I think they've they've already actually put some bits across a uh, a test network. Uh, but uh, a lot of big players are, are going to be putting out test networks this year. Uh, with any luck, the three GPP, which is the the technical standards organization, mm -hmm. uh, is going to be finally setting or finishing the technical standards for it. And, and the plan is for the first commercial deployments next year and in 2020, uh, which is right on schedule. They've been talking about 2020 for, for many years now, but, you know, that's, that's not so far away anymore. No, it's not. Uh, dumb question, but, you know, my, my knowledge of networking is, is somewhat limited. Uh, is 5G 5G around the world? There's no difference in, like, 5G in Europe or 5G in Asia or 5G in the U.S. It's just 5G, right? I, I think it's just 5G. I mean, like 4G, it, it'll probably work on uh, on different bands in different countries mm -hmm. and, and different continents. But that's just the way network network uh, working works. Um, there are there are technical reasons that they have to to be in different bands. There are commercial reasons. You know, if if someone has a television uh, 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 television broadcasting on a band that's that's used in in Europe for for mobile communications, obviously it can't be you know used in that continent or anywhere near that. But but basically, it's going to be five G is going to be five G. Okay. And then in terms of five G, you know, when when I think about it, I I've always thought of it as being. Uh, uh, able to deliver uh, more and and I guess broader bandwidth is 5G. Is it all about bandwidth, or is there more that 5G does that that we should be aware of? It's not just about bandwidth. I mean, bandwidth is certainly the the big headline. Yeah. Uh, although you know, no one knows exactly what that bandwidth is going to be because the technical standards aren't set and they they haven't run the test networks yet. But you know, all the uh, all the promises are that you'll ha be having um, uh, gigabit speed. Uh, to mobile devices over a 5G network. Uh, but what's really sort of interesting about 5G is the ability to tune the um, tune the bandwidth to particular devices. So rather than 
4G or LTEs having very rigid uh, uh, band size and circuit sizes, uh, 5G uh, is going to be much more flexible. So, for instance, uh, here in New York City, uh, you, people ride the subway, they have their phones, they come out of a subway tunnel over a bridge or, or, or into, you know, in, into the atmosphere, mm -hmm. and you have 500 people or 1,000 people all with their smartphones all trying to get a signal at the same time. Right. Um, it, it doesn't usually end well. I mean, some people get signals, <laughs> some people don't, sometimes no one does. Uh, what 5G promises is that, is that network operators will be able to, to tune the network so that they know when they have 500 people suddenly coming on the network in one place at one time, that they can constrict the, some channels so that not everyone is going to get everything, but everyone's going to get something. Okay, so it's a way. It, it, it almost sounds like a, a like a smart network or the ability to to kind of, as you say, fine tune the network for needs. Is this the sort of thing that you know? And I get, I realize we're talking years before this is really in place, you know, across the U.S. and in, in different parts of of the, of the world. Um, but once it's in place, is it the sort of technology that will allow? Um, people to finally have access in these congested areas, like you say, like in New York City, you know, where you can't, you, sometimes you can get a signal, sometimes you can't. Um, and also, you know, in broader spaces like, you know, Midwest or out West where it's difficult sometimes to get a signal. Is, does 5G play a role out there too? Is it? Well, well, that's another interesting thing about 5G is that it's going to work on a, uh, a broader range of, of frequencies. And what that means, I mean, there's some frequencies that can carry a lot of bandwidth and, uh, and not not penetrate very far. They can't they can't get get into buildings, or they can't they they can't uh, uh, distribute uh, particularly far. And that's that's just physics. That's that's the way frequencies and and, and penetration work. And 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 you you can't fix that. Right. Uh, but what five G uh, will let you do is set up set up a network that can maybe carry further with less bandwidth. Or in the case of, of an industrial application, talk to devices that were uh, previously uh, really sort of obscure and off in a corner in the, in the corner of a, of a manufacturing plant that's very dense and you can't get a lot of signal in there usually. Mm -hmm. um, but you'll be able to get enough signal in there so you can talk to a sensor that runs a factory uh, a conveyor belt, for instance. Yeah. Now, now, you don't need a lot of bandwidth to talk to that, that device hanging out there. Mm -hmm. So... What 5G will let you do, or 5G network will let you do, is is decide that well we don't need a lot of bandwidth over there, but we don't need a lot of bandwidth, so we'll just put that thing out there and and it'll be fine. Where in a 4G LTE network that becomes uh, very complicated. You need to be, you know, running Wi-Fi out out in, into the the hinterlands, and then you have backhaul problems. The 5G promise promise promises mm -hmm. to be um, a really good solution for things like that. It's interesting because you know, uh, and we've talked about this before. The with with so much going on around the Internet of Things now, and so many uh, sensors, devices, and as you say, they don't need a lot of, of bandwidth or a lot of strength, but they have to have something to stay, you know, connected. Uh, it sounds like that as five G begins to get built out, it's going to be a real boon for IoT. Is that? Am I reading that correctly? Yeah, it's going to be a real boon for IoT. It's going to be a real boon for smart cities, for for autonomous driving too. And and it's going to and and let me get back to that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's going to change the nature a lot of uh, of edge computing and the way edge computing works, because you'll be able to communicate much faster with the edge devices than than you you can now. Uh, faster bandwidth, less latency. Um, 
So maybe you'll need even less power at the edge than than you do now, or you know, we'll we'll see how that that shakes out. Um, where that's important for uh, an autonomous car or a semi-autonomous car mm-hmm. is uh, you do. Car, cars are, are are a weird application of, of <laughs> right. You know, you need you need a lot of processing on site because yep. there's a lot of processing that has to happen instantly, uh, and if you have have you know a half second delay because you're talking to the network and the network's talking back to you, you know you you've wrapped your car around a tree somewhere. Right. Um, with more bandwidth that's faster and lower latency, maybe the car doesn't need quite so much processing on board. Maybe the information that is swapping with the network uh, can be different somehow. You have uh, a greater chance for vehicle-to-vehicle communication or, uh, or, or V2X, what, what they're calling, which is a vehicle to, to everything else, to infrastructure for traffic lights or, or, or whatever. It's interesting because, yeah, I mean, there are so many parts of this sort of uh, networking ecosystem that seem to be coming along at the even as the standards are still being defined. You know, you've got the yeah. network itself, you've got the technology, you've got vehicle to vehicle, vehicle to infrastructure, um, IoT. Um, so I can understand. It, this sounds to me like 5G has the potential to be uh, a bigger leap in terms of, of mobile and, and networking than say maybe the leap from 3G to 4G or you know earlier generations. Is that is that fair or am I over over expecting what 5G is going to deliver? <laughs> no, I, I think it's fair. Um, the The main thing that 5G uh, provides is is more and faster bandwidth, but at some point um, the quantitative difference becomes a qualitative difference. Okay. And, it, and at some point, there's going to be so much networking floating around in the air that it's it's just going to allow more and different things than um, than better phone calls or or you know being able to to watch the Olympics on your phone while you're standing in the middle of a field. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think you might be forgetting a little bit what a big jump it was from 3G to 4G. Okay. Remind um, remind me because I probably <laughs> am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really changed the way, uh, certainly we use smartphones, mm-hmm. um, that uh, it, it enabled uh, uh, streaming media uh, to an extent that 3G really didn't. I mean, if you want to if you want to remember, uh, you know, go out in the street and 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 uh, I think there's a setting on, on your iPhone or your, or your Android phone that you can uh, you can step back to 3G. OK. And and you can experience life in in the in the twenty aughts in in the in the when dinosaurs <laughs> ruled when, the when, earth when dinosaurs <laughs> roam the world and when Intel was an important player in mobile communications yes yeah. okay got it yeah. all right so long, uh, long time ago clearly five G is, is going to be the big deal in uh, you know obviously with uh, with mobile world congress I always think about. Uh, um, hardware devices, you know, handsets, things like that. There's there's a lot of talk that I, I guess Samsung is looking at uh, the Galaxy S9 maybe revealed then. And uh, any any hardware announcements on the horizon uh, from the show that you can think of that uh, we should be watching for? Well, there's probably going to be infrastructure announcements that um, uh, will just make your eyes water out of boredom, but are but are probably going to be important. I'm not I'm not tracking too many of those. Yeah. Um, Samsung, of course, is going to have the the S9, although they're they're not saying so in so many words. Right, Rum- uh, rumored, been, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah, there've been rumors and photographs, and yeah. and you know, it's 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 as close to being a sure thing as as any rumor is. Um, 
so I think you can you could reasonably uh, bet on on the S9 coming out. Yeah. Uh, but you can also, if you believe the the uh, uh, the rumors and and the leaks, it's not going to be a particularly exciting phone. It's not going to be a, a a big step from the from the S8. It's not going to be as as big a jump from the the the, the six to the seven was, for instance. It's it's you know the the annual Samsung release. Right. Um, I think Alcatel is going to have something. I mean, one of the things about about Mobile World is that it's a global show. Mm-hmm. And and I like going to Mobile World because it reminds me every year of just how big the world really is. There are there are you know manufacturers there who are who I've never heard of making phones for not much money for tiny markets mm-hmm. and and that that's a real business that's an important part of the business and they're they're introducing new stuff and it may be a generation or two behind and we're never going to see this stuff in the states uh, i mean this is stuff that's that's way more obscure than you know the Huawei Mate Mate 10 mm-hmm. which you know we're not seeing in the states too much but but it's a it's a big phone from from a big vendor uh, these are little vendors in little markets with with just okay phones. There's going to be a lot of them, in the, and there always is. Uh, mobile World is is the place where where the world comes together to see for for everything from from big national and international uh, network devices, you know, net, network network hubs, network routers, um, all the way down to um, uh, the guy with with three uh, smartphone cases. Okay, so it really does cover the gamut from from top to bottom, big to small, and yeah. and it and developed versus undeveloped. Do you, I wonder if the opposite is true too? That you know, sometimes when you're at Mobile World Congress, you see things that are being developed elsewhere, Asia, Africa, you know, wherever, South America, anywhere that right. even you know some things won't show up in the states or in you know Europe. But I presume that there are things being developed and technologies being being played with that we might see here in the States. And I just wonder if, if at MWC you get an early warning there sometimes about what might be coming five years down the road. It, it, you need to dig them out. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, the, the, the person selling in sub-equatorial uh, uh, Africa is not going to be sending sending me emails saying, come see our, our, uh, our phone. Right. Um, Come, come see our, our technology. They're, they're much more worried about selling you know, their, their own product there. Um, so that's that's sort of why you wander the wander the floor. It's uh, it's a pig digging out truffles. I bet. Now I always think of this as you know the the, the comparison I have is uh, in the states here is to, is to CES. Is this bigger than CES? Smaller than CES? Or no, it, it, it's smaller than CES. I mean, it's, okay. it's CES. CES is a circus, really. <laughs> and, and, and and Mobile World is much is in a much good way or a bad way, but. Well, I, I don't know. You like circuses? You well, like clowns? Nah, you know, not really. They scare me. <laughs> uh, Mobile World is, is really much more focused. Okay. Uh, it's a much, much more serious phone, a much more serious show. Um, I saw a booth uh, a couple of years ago. It had a big sign saying, we have 35 customers. Okay. And and you think thirty five customers this this company is going to be out of business, but then I realized that they were selling network infrastructure, and they're in and the entire universe of their possible buyers was like forty seven. Wow. Okay. So they've cornered the you market know? at thirty five <laughs> out of forty seven. They're doing pretty right. well. So, right. They're they're an important co- company in their um uh, in in their their arena, and I can't imagine to see yes anyone saying yes we have forty five customers. Right. 
Okay, got it. Yeah, the scale is totally different. Yeah, but 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 still, it it fills the the main exhibit hall in Barcelona, which is which is not a small city mm-hmm. and not a small facility. I think there are uh, eight halls, nine nine halls of of different sizes. Um, and then there are satellite shows that spill over into the, into some downtown exhibit space too, so it's um, it's not as big as CES. You can you can maybe see it all, which you can't at CES if you're one person anymore. Right. Uh, but it it fills a week. Okay, great. All right. Uh, any other thoughts uh, before I let you go? Anything we might have missed? Uh, that well, uh, one 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 quick thing. Last yeah. year, last year, um, Ajit Pai, the FCC commissioner, yeah, uh, spoke. At uh, at Mobile World, he was on a panel with some of his counterparts from Europe and and vendors, and then he was interviewed by a reporter from CNBC. And at the time, um, Pai was uh, named FCC commissioner, but not confirmed. Had not been put in the position yet. Yeah. Right. Not, I mean, he was a commissioner, and 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 he was he was, he had been nominated as chairman, but everyone knew what he was going to do. Everyone knew the net neutrality was coming on, and he'd been talking about it for a long time. Right. And everyone was expecting it. And the CNBC reporter asked him some some very very plain, very very tough questions that he he kind of answered. Mm-hmm. Um. So, um, Pi's coming back to Mobile World this year, but the public isn't going to see him. He's speaking at what they call the ministerial program. I mean, to give you an idea of, of what Mobile World is about, yeah. there's a whole track that's closed to the public. In order to get into that track, you have to be a communications minister, a telecom minister. You have to sell to a telecom minister. It's 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 closed to press. It's closed to everyone. Yep. And um, and there's some really interesting stuff in that. As, as I as I go through the. The, the list of programs, oh, I'd, I'd like to see that. I'd like to, to sit in on that. I might learn something. And, and you can't get in because I'm not. You're not a minister not, yet, right? I'm not, I'm not a minister yet, right. So <laughs> you can, can you work on that for me? I, so, I will do my best. I'll put in the good I, word for you. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. So so Pi is is coming. He'll he'll be in Barcelona, but the public isn't going to see him this time. You know, he, he got beat up too bad last year. Yeah, I can imagine why he might want to uh, stick it, uh, stay uh, away from the public for the time being. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. Have a great trip. I may check back with you in a few weeks and see after the trip how things went and maybe you know get a download from your brain as to what you saw there uh, afterwards. But uh, have a have a safe time. Thanks a lot, Ken. Appreciate it. Okay, and thanks. And uh, so for now, from uh, the MWC preview, that's a wrap.